The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Talk. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I am just waiting to get on the top of the phone tree. I have been rejected from that for about like seven months straight. And it fucking sucks, I do so much for this goddamn school. And I can't get on the top of the phone tree. You know what's funny? Is like I feel like you would want to be the top of the phone tree just because you're like the first everybody Meanwhile, my hell is being at the top of the phone tree. Oh, why is that? Because I don't want to have to talk to all those people. It's so much responsibility. I just want you know what? Tell me last. That's totally fine. Or could be in the middle. I don't care. As long as I'm not responsible for that one. Shit 90 no. Shows taught no. me but was not there is filmed before a live so. studio audience. Well, okay, hold up. Yeah. Yes, I would say that I would do anything to be a part of the wrapping paper fundraiser. I would sell my soul <laughs> to be a part of that. Yeah. Because that seems like a lot of fun. And honestly, that's quality wrapping paper right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, I have resorted to, uh, the past couple times I've had to give gifts. I have not had anything besides oodles and oodles of Christmas wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. And so I've been like, these are just red and green stripes. That's just the paper, you know, here you go. Mm. Happy birthday. Happy um, day. Yeah. Because I just, I'm tired of paying money for something people are going to rip off. And especially if it's the not the recyclable type that I'm even less likely to want to do it because I, it has the plastic coating. It's going to sit in a landfill for years. And I don't want that for those. I don't know. You know. Like there's just something so special about something that is prepared from the heart. Like I was going to say, like we are releasing this on Halloween day. Happy Halloween. Yeah. And my dream is one of the days one of these days i want to be the house the trick-or-treat house that has the little pouches of candy because i loved that as a kid and also you get to like give like three things of candy and you don't like 
And it's just like, there's a lot of love that goes into it because you have the little paper pouch and you put the little candies in and then you fold it and you staple it. You could also give a little like crossword puzzle or like word search in there something something for a little bit of love mm-hmm. and i just i just love it and you're saying that it's a waste no that isn't a waste in my opinion that does that's very limited amount of waste my yeah. problem is like most mostly the plastic based wrapping paper because they can't be recycled that's my problem yeah but is it is it weird that like my i like what if i ever buy property i want to be in a neighborhood that has um big halloween because i hate like all the houses that i've lived in um in the last i don't know 30 years have been like not heavy Halloween houses and nobody comes trick or treat. Well, and the I, problem is I would, I would argue I live in a place where you would think it would be heavily trafficked for trick or treaters. But mm-hmm. unfortunately I feel like I have to warn you that like, honestly, I think kind of gone are the days of trick or treating. Like, I don't know that no. like, I, I mean, I live again, I live in the suburbs, like the suburbiest of the suburbs right near a school right near multiple schools and we hardly get any trick-or-treaters i think it's because beyond i think covid really screwed everything up and then after that a lot of them now do the like trunk or treat things and so they're not going house to house as much anymore um it's possible that other places do it and maybe my town is just not one of them that really participates as much anymore uh yeah i don't really get too much joy out of uh handy candy out to trick-or-treaters it's not really my thing um but i can appreciate it you know uh you know, people like what they like maybe it's an east coast thing maybe now that i'm a midwestern girly maybe it's more prominent in the maybe midwesterners love trick-or-treating yeah the americana states you know <laughs> americana it's, yeah yeah the yeah I, we always heard like they would call like the the bread basket states but maybe they're like the halloween basket states you're above the bible belt right that's lower I don't, I don't know. See. What? Let me see. What states? I don't think so. Because when I go th- drive through Indiana, the signs that I see are. Um... You're not in it. So it's okay. Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Arkansas, South Carolina, Tennessee, North Carolina, Georgia, and Oklahoma. So you're, you're missing out. I guess. Okay. I guess. You're just above it. You're, you're okay. missing out by being a little bit too far north, I guess. Okay. Well, am I um, right that it's a breadbasket state or did I just make that let up? Let me see. Breadbasket states. states. Yeah. Uh, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Iowa, parts of Missouri and Minnesota. <laughs> parts of Missouri. So I don't know what parts, but it's, uh, I don't know. What does <laughs> okay. it mean to be a flat, fertile land? Yeah. It is sometimes referred to as the breadbasket because grains used in making bread grow very well here okay so you know what i learned is that corn people that grow corn always grow soybeans like right next to corn why because okay so like farmers rotate their crops every year and the soybean dirt enriches the corn dirt which enriches like a a, a dirt that gets skipped which enriches the soybean dirt which enriches the corn dirt so like they rotate so they're friends they like to grow that's adorable they're yeah, little so growing friends corn are compatible wow you learn yeah. something new every day and all of this because we started talking about practical magic oh yeah <laughs> which we um, haven't talked about yet but we're going to talk about practical magic which is promise. nothing to do with the breadbasket states or the bible belt because it's a new england movie but 
it has to do with Halloween. So, you know, there you go. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, basically we are here because I love this movie. This movie has been one of my favorite movies. I know I said that about the craft, but like, I really, really love this. Well, movie. Both are cult classics. So yeah, I've, Okay, so, like, I have been obsessed with this movie since I was a young child, so much so, and how, like, I loved Nicole Kidman, that, you know, um, those dolls that you can make to look like you? Yes. I did not make a doll that looked like me. I made a doll that looked like Nicole Kidman in Practical Magic. That's how much I loved Nicole Kidman and Practical Magic in this movie. I was a big fan, huge fan, love it. And I don't know if the algorithm is algorithming, but everybody this year is finally talking about Practical Magic. Like I am seeing it absolutely everywhere. And I was like, Miss Jessica Sterling, like if we're going to talk about it finally, then this might be the year to do it because I don't know why, but I don't talking about practical magic they finally finally got clued in that this is the movie to see i have only gotten one tiktok about it that doesn't necessarily mean anything because our algorithms are very different um but i will say i i had only seen this movie for the first time last year this yes. year whenever we watched it, it together it was- uh yeah i think it was last year um so I watched it. This is the second time I've seen this movie. I liked it the first time well enough. Like, I mean, any movie that has like Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, like, hello, uh, Stalker Channing, like, yes, please give me more. Um, and it's like a very fun movie. This this movie falls into the same bucket as so many other movies before it that I have mentioned where when I was a kid, anything that is Halloween based equals scary. Um there are scary parts in this movie. Like if you're a child and you're watching this, like I, I would be very scared of everything that happens with Jimmy, but like, it's not spooky, spooky, scary. It's not horror scary. You know, there's no blood, there's no gore. There's nothing really that bad. Um, but I like, I really do enjoy this movie. And I think it's, it's obviously mostly because of Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. I love their bond. Like something about the fact that she calls Jillian like Jilly Bean. I don't know. There's yeah. just something like so adorable about it. Yeah. So um, if you, I mean, I think that like anybody who is listening to the podcast knows, but, um, or seen this movie, maybe, maybe not. So this was a book written by, or this was a movie based off a book written by Alice Hoffman from uh, 1995 the novel the same name i rented it from the library last year the movie is of course so much better but there's three sequels to practical magic one of which the rules of magic is uh was a reese witherspoon book oh wow no kidding yeah uh so i and essentially we it's a sister story and i just find it so endearing Especially because I was thinking and I was like, how many sister movies are there out there? And of course, one that comes to mind is like a Lee of Their Own. Mm-hmm. Um, Frozen, I would consider a, a sister movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think, I mean, I just don't know how like very uh, earnest like sister movies are out there. And I, I mean, really like it. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that they make such a strong pair. They're both very different, right? You have Sally, who 
she sees what happens to her, you know, her family, like her, yeah, her, her mother. Mom. Yeah. Her, her mother's husband, their father dies because of this family curse. And then her mom dies basically of a broken heart. And she never wants that to happen to herself. So she, only she casts the spell that basically is like, I only want to fall in love with a guy who has like two different color eyes and like all this other stuff that feels very impossible. And, um, then it turns out that like the, you know, the ants <laughs> put a spell on her and she falls in love. And this is to me, one of the more, there's two very iconic moments in this movie, both related to music. One yes. of them is the scene where Sally fall, you know, falls in love with her first husband, uh, and it's this kiss is playing and she just like runs into town with like her cute little farm girl outfit. Um, and she just like immediately just like leaps into this guy's arms and makes out with him. Yeah. So it's really I, I think that you're right. Like the music to this movie is so good. It's so iconic. It has a few um, Stevie Nicks songs. It has um, a Joni Mitchell song, a Faith Hill song. The soundtrack is extremely good. I've always liked it. And then, of course, in a bit, we're going to talk about the creme de la creme of the <laughs> soundtrack. My favorite, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it all starts out with this curse set by their ancestors, Maria. Because in like the Salem witch trial days, and basically yeah. Maria kind of was like a hoe bag around town, but it's fine because like she, you know what, let her hoe around town if she wants to. Yeah, so she's like getting with all the little like Protestant men, and the wives are like screw you, but they're also on the PTA committee of their own, the hanging committee, and they try to hang her, and she's like, ha ha, bitches, I can't be hung, I'm a witch. Yeah, and then you, she, and she thinks that her husband or the guy that got her pregnant, her love, is going to leave the um the wife, and he does not. And essentially, she's so heartbroken that she puts a curse on her own family that no Owens yeah. woman is going to be hurt by another man ever again because if they do fall in love, then this. Death Watch Beetle is going to start chirping it up and <laughs> yeah. they're going to get murdered. And that's what happened to Sally and Jillian's mother and parents. Basically, they're living a happy life and all of a sudden he just dies out of nowhere. And then her mother, quote unquote, dies of heartbreak, which she took her own life essentially because she couldn't handle it. Listen, this is so fucked of Maria to do because you're not screwing over the men like you are because they die. But, like, you're screwing over your own ancestors because they're going to be fucking heartbroken anytime yeah. they fall in love. And then some dude just drops dead. Like It was very short-sighted so of Maria. Yes. It's very fucked. Like, maybe you should put a curse on all men. And then we then we could start talking, you know? But this or, is just so fucked. <laughs> maybe, like, the opposite. Like, maybe, like, you put, like, a love like gift upon your family that they'll never fall in love with a sucky man how about that yeah that yes maybe that's it if you fall in love with a problematic man he dies yeah. if you fall in love with someone worthy of your love he is allowed to live he's yeah i mean <laughs> i think that's the issue i think that sometimes you just don't know how like the nuance of the spells like it's exactly what uh diane west uh yes. play, like uh, Aunt jet says be careful what you wish for 
Yeah, it very much is like read the fine print uh, on mm-hmm. your contracts because yeah. like this is how they get you. And so the biggest problem is right. So then we get to see and we get to see like Jillian and Sally live with their aunts after their parents die and we get to hear the, <laughs> the infamous children which <laughs> yes okay so basically everybody in town they've lived in this fucking house for centuries everybody in this town knows that these people are witches so yeah. then, um century to century we get this chant and it's which witch you're a witch which witch you're a bitch yeah um I mean, not particularly inventive, but I mean, it's catchy. Sure. <laughs> it's very, it's a very catchy chant. Yeah. To be honest and with you. Of course, like this really scars Sally and she, they like, they watch their aunts end up putting a spell on this woman who's like obsessed with this guy and wants him to fall in love with her. And I love the differences of how Sally and, and Jillian interpret this, right? Sally yeah. is like, I never want to fall in love. This seems awful. I'm going to put this curse on me so that any, you know, it's impossible for me to fall in love, basically. And Jillian, being the chaotic monster that she is, is like, now this looks fucking fun. She's like, I, I want can't me wait. some more of this. Yes, yeah. So, exactly. She is, like, a little drama monster. Like, and we see very early on that Sally has, like, really strong natural gifts. And Jillian is not as gifted in the magical arts at least right away this Uh, is always the way it is though sarah right that like i feel like the one who always has the most power like within themselves are never the ones who want to use it exactly it's oh and every every form of magical character on television this is always the way it is that the people who want the power don't necessarily aren't like the best to wield it and the people with all the power are people who are like no magic is not for me Exactly. I know. And I think that it just, I don't know. Like, I think that if I, if I were the magical gods, then I would be like, yes, I want to give like the strong power to somebody that's not going to use and abuse it or else we're going to get like a Nancy situation from the craft where like, it's just power hungry and crazy. We don't want that here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so Jillian's like, again, like Jillian's like very, very excited to fall in love. And so then we're like in their teen years, right? Like Jillian is like off eloping. She's off in Los Angeles, like again, hoeing it up, having a great time, partying down. And yeah, she's like a little party monster. And yeah. Sally's like knows in the books, like, I, you know, I, I, you go have fun. Like, I'm going to miss you. And then they do like a secret blood oath, which, you know, my favorite thing in the world is secret blood oaths. Yeah, but this, like, okay, there's something just so, like, toxic and, like, unhygienic about a blood oath. No. It's a blood oath. It means everything. And plus, they're sisters, you know? I guess so. I wouldn't just do a blood oath with a rando, though. You know what I mean? Like, you really Mm -hmm. have to trust them. And also, just stop cutting your hands, please, if you would. Like, people that do blood oaths, let's touch feet. Let's touch arms. Let's not cut our hands up. I think that you need to do hands. Why? It's that's a terrible. You use your hands all the time. It's, you can't hold feet. You could put your feet together. Mm, creepy. Although that seems about too because you have to walk on your feet. Yeah. So what if we did? What if we did like? Because you use your pinky finger like the least, right? Sure. If we cut a little spot on our pinkies and then put our mm. pinkies together. 
All right. Like it's a pinky promise, but with blood. Yeah, I think that could work. I think that I think that'll pass the vibe check. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Jillian spends her time, like again, hoeing around all over the place. And she gets like engaged to all the time. It seems as though like she really attracts the men, and that's part of her. her yeah, but not the not the men you want. Not good men. Not good. No. I'm sure she broke a lot of hearts of decent men. But she basically is, I think that she, her gifts are like a little bit more, I don't know, like social. Like, I think that. She's a social butterfly for sure. She's yeah. the life of the party, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I think like Sally's gifts are more like practical. Like she can start practical. fire by blowing on a candle. Yeah. Uh, Sally, I mean, Jillian can do that. Like she can only like hoe out. And it's fine. Well, she can hurt people. Let's, we'll talk about the PTA meeting oh, later. Yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is when we get the like this kiss moment where we see Sally and her uh, her aunts, sorry, not her grandparents, her aunts walking through town and they end up casting a spell on Sally and Michael. And that's when we get the this kiss moment where they kiss, they fall in yeah. love. And yeah. I love the little like montage we get of their and like the little um letters written back and forth between Jillian and Sally all about like how they're spending their time and their lives and everything and obviously Sally lives a much more like settled down life she gets married she has two girls and uh Jillian is still partying she's like living her life up and they're both uh, happy at this point yes and I love the scene and I don't remember what song is playing I have to again the soundtrack is really good but I'm having trouble remembering the exact song I love the scene that uh, to me a good movie shows doesn't tell all the time and I love the scene of it's Michael and Sally and their two kids and they're in a little conga line and they're like dancing and singing and Sandy B's hair is like whacked out I don't know what they did to it but it's very much like they're just home playing like it's not she's not all done up you know what I mean and I loved that because I was like yeah that looks like familial bliss you know yeah they're very very happy and I think it's something that Sally never thought that she would get but it's definitely something that she needed like she needed a family life especially since she lost her parents super young and I think that the aunts although were meddling they tried to do good. Like, they tried to make her happy. Like, she was, like, sitting at home, just, like, very skeptical. And she, she – they didn't mean for – I don't know. They didn't they, – They didn't know this would be, like, a long-term love, right? I guess so. Maybe. But they said that they, they had to use a lot of molasses in the, uh, in the spell so that she would open her legs. But, like, they wanted her to <laughs> – to um they wanted her to be happy and of course as things go in this family with the curse she starts hearing the chirp of the beetle and Mm. she is like so she's upset but there's nothing that can happen because a curse is a curse and michael gets hit by a truck which is horrible and all those apples go everywhere and it's just the worst yeah, it's terrible. I felt really bad for her. The scene where she hears the beetle like in her floorboards and she's like prying them up and like flipping out is really sad. And then of course we see like all the the apples go like flying everywhere when Michael gets hit. And so Sally brings her daughters and like they're going to live with the ants and 
she like when she realizes like oh you were the ones who cast the spell she says my daughters will never learn magic which is so once again typical i'm trying to think of uh oh (laughs) it's very halloween town it is it's given halloween town it is giving halloween town yeah and it's like yeah so she her and of course her kids like they want to know magic you know like magic is fun yeah Uh, kylie so her kids are kylie and antoinette and uh kylie is like uh, the spitting image of like jillian of nicole kidman yes and who is played by evan rachel wood by the way such a young little evan rachel wood which is Mm -hmm. wild and then uh antoinette is like a little button um you know her features take more like sally and kylie is just like once again like just in personality and looks very jillian and she really wants to learn magic and she's like very resistant to like her mom putting any restrictions on her Mm because she's a little party animal um and i think that like she sally definitely goes through it she like goes through a bout of depression she's like really upset and the only thing that really gets her to come around is jillian coming back home yeah i loved this i really loved jillian's return because like she just i felt like they really did a good job with like the sisterly bond in this movie because she like just crawls right into bed with her sister and she's really the only one who's able to to properly console her and i think the show or the movie does such a good job at being like doesn't matter how much time has passed how much distance is between them they have this like unbreakable bond between them um, and they'll do anything for each other, right? So says the blood oath. <laughs> and yes. um, and yeah, so she she tells Sally all about this man, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy is a bad guy. <laughs> He's really, really bad. He and when she first describes Jimmy, she's definitely like he's so dark and mysterious, and he's like I think he's Bulgarian and he's like like a vampire and like he like the sex is crazy and our love is crazy and all this Mm. stuff and Sally's just definitely like okay like that sounds great for you Jillian like have fun and I think that she just thinks that he's just gonna be another disposable man like everybody else in Jillian's life but um he winds up hitting um Jillian when she goes back home and she's had enough and she calls Sally for help and of course once again as Mm -hmm. true sisters do they show up for each other and this is kind of where the movie takes off because he gets aggressive and basically kidnaps the girls like holds them at gunpoint and tells them to get into the car Mm -hmm. and drive and he has Jillian um, around his arm around her neck in the back seat. Sally's driving in the front. And um, oh, I forgot to mention before, like Jillian had mentioned that like he's like so obsessed with her that sometimes he has to she has to knock him out with Belladonna to get him to go to bed because if yeah. not, you'd be like trying to like fuck her all night. Yeah, and it's because she put like a love spell on him or whatever. Really? Isn't it? That's what I, I gathered. So. I think that he was just crazy. Oh, see, I thought that she because of the I don't know, because anytime we've ever seen love potions work in any media, it's always like they become obsessed with that person. 
I thought that Jillian had done a love potion on him and that that was why or love spell sorry I wonder um, like I, I never know. thought about it that way like I kind of think that like in my mind maybe it wasn't intentional because I feel like Jillian's like pheromones are just like crazy and maybe like guys just flock to her interesting I mean it's certainly possible Hey, Sarah, I know you've been really into reading lately and you've gotten me into it as well. Yeah, well, you know what? Book of the Month made it really easy because Book of the Month offers just a few new selections every month, saving readers the hassle of figuring out what to read. One of the biggest deterrents for me is that like when I go to the library, there's like thousands and thousands of books and I'm like, I, 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 get, I don't even know what to pick. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. They focus on new and emerging authors, which means these are books that we probably wouldn't have found out about otherwise, which is super nice. Yeah, and we also um I love having a really aesthetic bookshelf and the the books that we got, it was like beautiful high quality hardcover books plus free shipping, which came really quickly. Love free shipping. Uh, you and I both chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which is a thriller about a missing girl. And I honestly, I really, I really couldn't put it down. I think I read it in about a 48-hour time period. It had twists, it had turns, kept me guessing the entire way through up until the very last page. So tell me what you liked about the book then. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really good, and I'm excited to dive into the other book that I have. Um, but the great thing is, Sarah, is that listeners can sign up for Book of the Month to discover new emerging authors by going to bookofthemonth.com and using code PEDALS for just $5. Wow, what a deal. Check out Book of the Month Club for all of your reading needs. Yeah, seriously. Every month you could get a new group of books that you just, you know, fall in love with. So go to bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS for just $5 and enjoy reading. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But yeah, it's really funny because so then Sally has to put the Belladonna in his like tequila to sedate him. But yeah. and my favorite is when they like they kill him and Jillian says, how much did you put in? And she's like, I didn't have a measuring cup, Jillian. Well, yeah, because at first she's like, you didn't put enough in. And then she like is like, you put too much in. It's like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. And yeah. he winds up what they think is dying. Like they, he, he doesn't he's not breathing so yeah. basically what is going down is like they're both freaking out because like uh, obviously sally's worried about losing her girls jillian's just like i don't know what to do um but she remembers that sally asked her aunts if it's possible to revive michael when michael died um yeah. is his name matthew whatever no michael michael and essentially you can bring somebody back to life but they're going to come back like as a dark force like something that is unnatural and 
like, you know, not, it's not going to be the same person. Mm-hmm. But Jillian's like, well, he's already nat- unnatural and dark. Like, it's going to be mm-hmm. no different. So <laughs> the sisters go and do the spell, and it seemingly, I think, is working. But then he wakes up, Jimmy wakes up and starts choking Jillian. Yeah. And he kill her with a fr- him with a frying pan. I love the scene where they attack him. It's so funny. <laughs> it yeah. really is. Like the fr- I mean, the frying pan is such a comical way. Like it's such a cartoonish way uh, yeah. to kill somebody. Um, and so, you, yeah, so they end up do being- here. Like, what do you do here? Like, I feel as though they needed to just go to the cops. I'm like such a big advocate in media when something like this happens. Like when I mm. saw in like Pretty Little Liars or... Pretty Little Liars Original Sin or Pretty Little Liars. No, but no, like I always see in media, like, why don't you just go to the cops? It was self-defense. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe I would have said the same thing a while. I just don't trust cops now to not oh. like immediately arrest me. So I don't know that I would just bury his body and especially not in my front yard. Like, I feel like the move is to take him far, far away or put him in the water because like fire and water are what erode like bodies better. So I feel like what? that's probably like, where did you, you learn burn this? You're disgusting. Uh, science. What do you mean? Are you like a secret murderer? Why do you know how to erode bodies quicker? Because I've seen a ton of television. <laughs> um, so, like, I wouldn't bury him in my garden, no. And I love that, like, right after they do that, it's, like, one of the daughters is, like, staring out into the garden like she knows something. Um, and is this where – I'm trying to remember when – when is the tequila time? Is it then? Is it right after this happens? So, the ants definitely know something is up. They have the sixth sense. So, they come – down they're surprised to see jillian there because like she hasn't been home in a while but she has like this big black and blue from when jimmy hit her so they spend the night that night like having a bit of fun and obviously the sisters um jillian and sally are not being honest with their aunts about what Mm -hmm. happened they're being very like secretive about it even though the ants know it's something's going on so they have a margarita night to try to loosen up the gears and get them talking and yes basically this is the infamous uh put the lime in the coconut drink my favorite scene it all up damn what where were we when we were talking about the lyrics um you mean where were we i mean we're probably on a podcast but um you put the lime in the coconut. You drink them all up. You put drink the them all up. I think I remember I was trying to say, like, drink the bowl up, and it, like, made no sense. Put I guess, lime. okay, I'm looking up the, put, she put the lime in the coconut. She drank them. Oh, I think it's she drank them both up. Oh. But it's it's said with a silly accent, so it's, like, right. she put the lime in the coconut. She drank them both up. She put the lime, you know? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a bob, and they... They do the conga line and they have a great time. I think that um, the some of the memes that I've been seeing online, it was like, when I say that I want to be a witch, I mean, like, I want to be a witch that drinks margaritas in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want this life. I want to dance around and drink tequila with Sandy B and Nicole Kidman, obviously. Yes. yes um, yeah. But, like, I remember, I think you told me or I read somewhere, I can't remember, that, like, the actresses were actually, like, drunk in this yes. in this scene where they yeah. dance. And- they got they got 
drunk because they were real margaritas. <laughs> Nicole Kidman brought the tequila and they were pounding down margs. What a great time. Yeah, it seems incredible. Mm -hmm. um, and they so, get yeah. sloppy drunk. They get sloppy drunk and they start Very like as close friends and family can only do start hitting it where it hurts they're like jillian you have no skills of magic but you definitely are a slut and like <laughs> sally you are such a fucking prude like we had to like put so much work into that love spell for michael and they basically are just silly bitches and finally um Sally realizes that they're drinking the same tequila that Jimmy like had mm -hmm. and she's like where'd you get the tequila where'd you get the tequila and the answer like cut the bullshit tell us what's going on and they don't and they're basically like well then if you're not gonna be honest with us deal with your own issue and they bounce yeah they leave and then of course like this guy's just buried in their freaking garden. Next day, in comes Mr. Copman, Gary, who, look at that, has heterochromia, baby, which is one oh, yeah. of the things yeah. Sally put in her spell about, I'm only going to fall in love with a guy with two different color eyes, which, ma'am, not specific enough because a lot of people, not a lot of people, like it's a pretty rare condition, but there are a lot of people who have heterochromia. Sure. I mean, I I think was it one blue, one green? Like she was a little bit more specific. Yeah, she was specific about it. But yeah, he shows up and he's looking for Jimmy, who turns out is apparently a serial killer, which in my mind, I'm like, this guy seems pretty sloppy to be a serial killer. <laughs> but like, all right, okay, I guess that's well, why he's getting caught. Yeah. So like he had this girl and essentially he wound up like, like choking her out. And branding her with his ring, which he tried mm -hmm. to do to Jillian. Mm -hmm. So they're on the hunt for the ring and they're on the hunt for Jimmy. And the girls do a really fucking shitty job about hiding their evidence. They are the worst. Guilty. Like, guilty. So guilty. Sally feels like she can't lie to him. Like just off the bat feels like she can't lie to him. Jillian is like doing a terrible job herself. They don't have their stories straight. They yes. were like, he asks about the car and they essentially were like, that's our car. And he was like, well, it's registered under Jimmy's name. So it's not your car. And like, they're like, oh, up yeah. your evidence, ladies. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, it's not our car. They're like, you know what? We know what we did. We are criminals. We stole Jimmy's car, but it's just sloppy. And he is very suspect, uh, suspicious of the ladies and um this starts the investigation where he just like goes around town and investigates uh the sisters and here's like a whole bunch of rumors mm -hmm. some are true and some are not well yeah because we we kind of talked about this a little bit about their like because of the family's legacy in this town they're known as like the witches right like sally even has a little shop that she opens and jillian she, helps she her with and like a roses apothecary shop basically yes and like like her kids are getting picked on with the same stupid like witch witch you're a witch 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 you're yeah. a bitch like and the then little kylie puts like a chicken pox spell on the kid i loved that get him get him he deserves <laughs> it and um and yeah and we didn't talk about the the scene because jillian she is a bit more sassy she is a bit more willing to just use magic openly and not really give a fuck what people think and this is very typical like toxic 
women cattiness that is per, like portrayed in the show where it's like oh she and she she comes into the school when they're talking about the whole phone tree situation and she she goes and it's like she comes in it's like oh that's the girl oh my god that's what they're like whispering about her and <laughs> she goes and stands next to sally and she's like that's right ladies watch your husbands and she does this weird like hip wiggle and thrust yeah and i was like get fun. it jilly get it <laughs> yeah she definitely is like I will take your men. I will take your boyfriends. Watch out for me. But she yeah. taunts them because obviously I think that they remember when she was a teenager, she was just like probably a heartbreaker. This is like the type yeah. of town that's like you went to the school, your parents went to your school, your parents' parents went to the school. Like it's centuries um, and centuries. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we we see um we see the phone tree bit where essentially Sally gets to be number one on the phone tree, which was I'm very proud of Jillian for doing that. I don't I didn't realize she had those sort of powers. Yeah, I don't know exactly how her powers work, but she basically rewrites all the papers so that Sally is like the vote like voted number one and yeah. she hurts this one lady who's sitting no, in front of no, Sally did that. Oh Sally, sorry, Sally did that. That's right. And so yeah, so it's I don't know. I like those smaller moments because it just proves, like, again, this, when we get to the end, like, this is a feminist movie. That's why I feel like this and the craft do have cult followings mm -hmm. because they do age fairly well when yeah. it's like, hey, believe women. Also, can we just have women working together instead of trying to cut each other down, right? Like, yeah. that is what this, the Salem witch trials were all about, like, basically cutting down women and calling them whores and being like oh my god you're disgusting we're gonna it's like it's toxic masculinity at its fucking finest yeah. and we just we ruin it we kill it with the craft and practical magic yeah. but like women because i mean uh, there was a lot of like religious uh tones in yeah the salem witch trials so women did attack uh, like attack other women and it was usually yeah. like you know people of lower status and um, that didn't follow their religion uh, as well. So um, we definitely get Gary doing his investigation and he's like honing down on, in on the girls. Like he knows that they did something. He doesn't know exactly what, but he knows that they did something. And essentially Sa Sally eventually comes clean and he's like, you need a lawyer. And she's like, I don't want a lawyer. And he's like, you really do need a lawyer. And she is like, I did it. But also, he was very obsessed with the letter that was sent to Jillian from her. So we're feeling vibes. Do you like this love story? Um, yes. I, like, yes, but I also felt really bad because, like, I get I got so invested, even though we saw him for, like, 0.25 seconds. I was so invested in Michael because they had such that big romantic moment. Yeah. Right. Like, I guess I was very invested in him. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess the other guy's fine again. Like now I'm just like, Oh, he's a cop. Oh, whatever. But like, he does help them out. So like, he's fine. Ultimately. I don't know. Where do you stand on him? I mean, I do like it. I've always liked their romance. I think that I never, like, thought, oh, I wish, like, Michael was still around because, like, he's dead, dead, and the curse got him. 
Um, <laughs> the curse got him. The curse got him. There's, <laughs> there's no walking back from that. No. Uh, truly. But I always liked it. I do kind of find it curious that, you know, so there the spell itself, it was like he has to be able to flip pancakes. He has to have one green eye, one blue. He has to be kind. And he has to, I'm trying to remember what the other thing is. But um, so, but it's like, once again, it's not like, oh, his favorite shape has to be a star. It's not like, <laughs> I'm sorry. These are like, these do feel like a child's picks. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Seriously. It's like, <laughs> I want him to have good credit. I want him to make more than $500,000. Yeah. I was just going to say, year. I would pick different things, but girl, yeah. you do you, I guess. What I mean, what, what do you want? What's like three things that you want your perfect man to have? Okay. Gosh. Okay. I'm going to choose things that aren't basic because like, like obviously like a sense of humor, right? That's like an easy Mm -hmm. one, but that's not anything that is like definitive enough. Yeah. I think I would say has to have a beard that is at least like a half an inch in length. Okay. Yeah. So not like not five o'clock shadow, you know, has to have a beard. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, a very specific thing. What? Cannot have a second toe that is longer than the big toe. Oh, I heard that that means you're a witch. I mean, well, again, Sally doesn't want witches. So, yeah, there you go. Um, And has to have hair that when grown to a length of like two inches or three inches gets a little curly. See, that feels like very specific. Okay. All right. What about you? Whatever you're. What are you you're just like things? a big hair girl. Hair's important. Yeah. So you wouldn't date anybody who's bald. I hate to say no, but also I've never dated anyone who was bald, and I feel like I would have a tough time with it. Yeah. Um, it's not for me. I kind of feel like I know you said no sense of humor, but like somebody that has the ability to make me laugh um when I like even when I'm like crying. Like okay. if I'm having yeah. like a hard time, like can get me out of it. Yeah. Um, I would say maybe like has like freckles that like if you like filled in, it was in a shape of a star. Oh, How about that? That's excellent because it's very specific. Very specific. That's excellent. Yeah. And then um like <gasps> I know, I know another one. Okay, tell me. Because it weirds me. Okay, someone that when they close their mouth, their teeth don't show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you know like Napoleon Dynamite? Like how he can't like yeah. close his mouth without his teeth showing? I, I once again feel as though like the majority of people don't have their teeth showing when they close exactly. their mouth. I'm ruling out, weeding out some of the people. <laughs> You're weeding out. Right. I, I mean, I feel oh, that it's detachable earlobes. I don't like when earlobes are attached to their head. It's weird. Oh, I like really like detachable ears just like really sent me spiraling for a second. Oh, I mean, I she just, just fell off their ears. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is this is such like you're like such a cursed witch. Um I don't know. I think that's I, – I think I need to really, like, think a little bit more about what my perfect guy is. Mm-hmm. For so long, I was just like, yeah, like, lower my standards, you know? Like, I need less standards because I just need, like, 
a man. But now, mm-hmm. now that my standards are higher, maybe I just need to really think about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think the problem is we're trying to use like little kid standards because she makes such specific requests. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like there's a lot of man men that can go under this jurisdiction, but whatever. So like, I, I kind of wish that, um, like Gary wanted to come on his own accord because I do think that everybody like deserves that, especially since like a little bit of like Michael is skewed because it was a love spell. Yes. That's the only downside to Gary. But I mean, like, of course, of course I'm like supportive of their relationship. I mean, he is pretty handsome. Um, yes. This so actor, who's this actor? Who is he? He um, is, um, nope. Aiden nope. Quinn. Aiden Quinn. I, He's from I, Tucson, Arizona. Oh, so like maybe the Arizona bump was part of that. He was in Benny and June, which is a uh, 1993 Johnny Depp movie uh i mean he's still a working actor but it's not like he does anything that like prominent yeah impressive no no offense man i don't think he's listening so i think it's fine um but yeah so she's starting to like fall in love with him and all the while again they're trying to like hide this murder situation except the problem is Suddenly, freaking Jimmy's spirit basically, like, inhabits Jillian's body. It's all fun and games with the margaritas until you get literally um, possessed by your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not great. It's definitely not great. So, <laughs> so essentially, they the ants come back, and then they have to do this, like, um, resurrection. No, not resurrection. What is it called? Poltergeist? It's nope. like an exorcism. Exorcist. Yes, that's what yeah. it is. Thank you. An exorcism of um of Jimmy from Jillian's body. And guess what? The phone tree comes back in because even though everyone was nasty bitches in the entire town, they love the goths. And they're like, you yes. know what? We will come and check out the house and help you out with this because we are curious. And yes. We want to be in on this. So everybody in town, all the meanies, all the mean moms come and help. And they all have to bring their brooms. And they do. They go in the circle and start doing the chant. Like I said, the ants come back. The kids get to come and participate. And they start doing the chant. And it's working. But Sally realizes that, like, Jillian's not doing so hot. She's really, really sweaty. Her hair's really, really messy, and it looks like she's, like, dying, because she is, and they're, like, she's, like, stop, stop, and um, basically she almost gets attacked, and then Jillian, like, gets, like, blasted into the middle of the circle, because the protection spell is working, and Mm -hmm. then, basically, what happened was Sally is, like, I know what to do. I need to cut my hand again and your hand and the sister blood oath bond is going going to fix all of this. Yes. And it does. And it does. And this is what I'm talking about when I say like the 
how feminist this movie and the craft are is like yes. it takes all the women coming together and working together and i love this because suddenly the sisters and the family they're not ostracized anymore like everyone seems to be having like a really great time <laughs> and so uh after all of that happens it's like the town actually gets along with the family and uh the detective guy uh gary he does a good job of clearing the sisters of suspicion and the crime because you know what the thing is is that like he saw the spirit of jimmy so it's not like he's like well you know yeah i saw him he wasn't dead they didn't kill him but then serial killer like are we really missing him you know what i mean i mean that's what sally says i'm not telling you to murder people but like if they're serial killers and they go missing like you know who's gonna be mad um I mean, not me, but also they're kind of mad because then they can't prosecute him for the other murder. That's the you want them alive. That's so that fair. And so that the girl can get justice. But also self-defense. It was self-defense. It was a thousand percent self-defense. She That's didn't have a measuring cup. She didn't know how much Belladonna <laughs> to put in. Well, Jillian, okay, like Jillian didn't tell her. Like they were talking, um, I think like the the blood oath bond also helps them communicate from far away or like silently. And Jillian did not give instructions. She just said, the Belladonna is my bag, put it in the drink. And she didn't say like put in half a this, cup. Yeah. Or need, like put in like a tiny, tiny pinch. Like she we need measurements specify. in our recipes. Yes, or else your cupcakes are gonna come out flat and you won't know why. Exactly. Your knocking outs is going to wind up killing somebody. Exactly. It is a classic problem. Can I ask you, when you were a kid, who was your favorite? Was it Jillian or was it Sally? Jillian. Jillian, interesting. Is she still your favorite now? I think I like them equally, which is like kind of like a cop out, but I mean I don't know. Like, obviously, I, like, relate to – I don't know. I think I kind of relate to both of them except for the fact that, like, I'm definitely more, like, a homebody like Sally. But, like, I think that um, Jillian, like, really – like, there's a quote that she says, like, when after all this happens and Sally's talking about Gary and is like, what do you think that I would do? And, like, uh, Jillian says something along the lines of, like, I would do anything for love. Like, I would – like you know take so many risks i would like Mm -hmm. jump in blindly if like for the right guy and i kind of feel like i have like more of a romantic like sense of love Mm -hmm. than um of like kind of like jillian's more so than like sally's like very um like she's like more resistant like i think that i'm easier to like fall quick yeah, I think you're more monogamous like Sally, but have more of a fantastical view of love like um, Jillian, probably. Yeah. yeah, but and I do like margaritas a lot, but I don't want to be hanging out in the desert partying all day. No, no, I, I would. You, I would rather be in Massachusetts. Um, I definitely like Sally more. The way Jillian acts makes me very anxious. Like she puts herself puts herself in very precarious situations mm-hmm. and like stresses me out a lot. I'm also a homebody, so I don't want to be like flitting to and fro. I'm not <laughs> yeah. much of a party animal. Um, but I uh, I agree with Sally. Like if I found out that my husband and I only fell in love because of a love spell that my aunts did, I'd be like pissed off. I'd be like, how fucking dare you? The audacity of you 
to cast a spell on us because now you're trying to tell me that because then I think you question what actually yeah. was real about it. You know, like that's what brings her to say to Gary, the only reason you're here is a spell. Like we're not actually in love when that's yeah. not necessarily true. Like it could be both, you know, like there. Yes, maybe the original reason uh, Sally and Michael fell in love was because of the spell. But that's unsustainable for like 20 years. You know what I mean? Like obviously he didn't live that long, like 10 years, whatever. Like that's not going to last that long. Like maybe that's the original thing that that was the impetus of you getting together, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's what kept you together for that long. I would hope so because it just makes me so sad that like, I don't know, their love wasn't real. It was just magic. And I think that may, that's why Sally's so offended by the thought of all of this because mm-hmm. it's like, so you're telling me that my love wasn't like authentic, like that all those years of happiness was manufactured. I would be very disturbed by it as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like I, I enjoy Sally more. Um, also it's like, it's like, it's so hard when it's like Sandra Bullock versus Nicole Kidman. It's like, they're both just uh, so iconic. So was it? Um, well, I mean, both of them were just so gorgeous in this film, but like oh, yes. Sandra Bullock was like so breathtaking. I know. And they both have like that very like witchy long hair and like, obviously yeah. like very iconic hair colors as well. So that like they yeah. really purposely made Kylie look exactly like Nicole Kidman with that like bright, bright, bright red hair. Yeah. Um, but I just love that it really is like a, a, a story about women. Like it really is like mm-hmm. a, a woman's film. And I like so appreciate that. Like it's a witchy film, but it's I feel like it says a lot like even on the jokey side you know what i mean like it still says a lot about what it means when you pit women against each other versus bring them together uh for a common cause yeah yeah and it also just like talks a lot about like a sister's bond and mm-hmm. a family bond and, and curses the, and the and the curse <laughs> um yeah gosh are you are you afraid of curses no i know you are i don't subscribe to curses mm-hmm. um like i wouldn't i'm trying to think like I'm really not even that superstitious, to be honest. I'm so, very superstitious. Yeah, I know. You have cursed socks that you won't throw away. Did you throw them away when you moved? Did you bring them? I I don't know where the socks lie. Oh, my God. And I, I like, I don't know what happened to them. I don't. Are you afraid I, they're going to find their way to your dresser drawer and curse you? Kind of. Well, I mean, Yeah. Um, I'm trying to put away the superstitions and I think like I talked to you about this, but like once I went on Zoloft, I became a little bit less superstitious. So I think it was just anxiety. Um, (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Most of the thing, most things in my life, I look back and I'm like, was that this or was it anxiety? And nine times out of 10, it was just anxiety. anxiety, A little bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely was a little confused, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I do think I mean like I if I heard somebody put a curse on me I would just be horrified I would be so scared yeah I guess it would depend on who the person was if I would be scared or not you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like do I think they're capable of putting curses on people do you like if you put a curse on me I'd be a little scared oh yeah not super scared but like Mm -hmm. a little scared yeah, I am a little scary if you get on my bad side. But yeah, in general, I would say for sure. Um, I don't but... know who's scarier to be on the bad side of. That's a good question. Between me and you, who are people more scared to be on the bad side of? Do you think? Um. Oh goodness gracious! I mean, I've heard, I've heard opinions of myself, but 
I don't know, like you get loud and I would probably yeah. just murder your entire family. I think that's the problem, right? I think if you're afraid, if you're what you're afraid of is like aggressive behavior when someone's mad at you, be afraid of me. Yeah. If you're afraid of someone silently killing you and ruining everything about your life, be real. Yeah, that's true. And it's just like, what is she's going to be a sneaky bitch about it? I'm going to do it to your face. Yeah. But I don't like loudness. Like, that's scary to me. Like, I, yeah. so it's a wonder we're friends. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I think that it's just the classic when opposites attract. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, but I, I really, I really do else. like this movie, and I think it's, I think it's a ton of fun. I think like it works so well for what the story is that they're trying to tell. Like it, yeah. I feel like it's funny when it needs to be funny. It's not mm -hmm. overly scary, which is something no. that I'm not a huge fan of in in scary movies. Like I think it's just scary enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to work well. And you're afraid of the Jimmy stuff. That's the scariest part. I mean, it's creepy. Like I, you know what it is? Yeah. It's more so. Um, I find as I get older and just generally like being a woman, um, it's more existentially scary for stuff that I don't like. So like the threat of Jimmy as someone who could overpower me and like, mm. you know, hurt me, that to mm. me is scarier than him like coming back from the dead because <laughs> it's like. <laughs> A realistic scary that like oh, that yes. is something in the world that happens yes um, so absolutely. that is that is more scary to me yeah um and like you know obviously that's different than like you got your horror movies with the gore and the blood and the guts and you know that stuff is is whatever like you can overlook that um but yeah i don't like the threat of of jimmy's in general in the world because yeah it's scary and sad and people get put in those situations every day and it's really it's really tough that's and very true. We don't all have Sally's to put uh, Belladonna's in our Jimmy's uh, tequilas. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we definitely do not. Um, so I'm guessing that we covered three Halloween movies this year for um, Halloween. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that Adam's Family is probably your favorite out of um, the three. Well, let's see. So we did Adam's Family Values. We yeah. did Practical Magic. And we did The Craft. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I was to pick which one am I most likely to rewatch the soonest, Adam's Family yeah. Values is going to be my favorite. But I think all three of them are really good movies. Oh, look. Okay, so you're happy. I'm very happy. This was like a very successful Halloween. Listen, we didn't watch Halloween yeah. Town, so automatic success. <laughs> I did ask if you wanted to watch Halloween Town 4, um, and you said no. I ain't got, I ain't got no time for that. You know, you ain't got no time for that. Ain't got no time um, for that. Okay, yeah. fine. I mean, what happens if the people are clamoring? I don't think we, we would have already heard if they were clamoring. True. Okay. No one's clamoring. No one's clamoring. Now, do you want to talk about uh, Winona November? Yeah, I do want to talk about Winona November because we're going to have to put a poll out um, yeah. to see what people want us to cover. Yeah, I'll be out on the first. So, what are our options again? I know it is uh, number one, the Beetlejuice. Yes. Number two, Edward Scissorhands. This is correct. Number three is. I'm trying to find. Hold on. I'm in the wrong. <laughs> I know I have it. Here we go. Some other movies that probably won't win the poll. Uh, probably won't win the poll. Uh, Mermaids and Girl Interrupted. Yeah. So our options. let us know what you want us to watch. Are we covering one Winona movie or two? 
I think what we'll do is we'll promise one if they get to, they get to, because I'm like partially on vacation into November and then I'm coming yeah. back and we'll see how crazy my life is, I guess. Yeah, is I'm actually traveling a little bit in um, November as well. Hey, look at you uh, go. Just around the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Going to go to the Bible Belt. Going to go to the uh, bread bakery. What was it? Yeah, I'm going to Indianapolis. Um, and I'm also going to Wisconsin. And I think we're also going to stop by Chicago. So we're it really is devastating that you don't like cheese more because it would be so much better of a trip to Wisconsin if you liked cheese. Cheese literally smells. I don't like it in, that much. At all. Right. It's okay. Uh so yeah, just to give an update to everyone on like our coverage, we're gonna be finishing up Freaks and Geeks in November, I believe. We're going to have November, and then once I get back from vacation, mid-November, mid to late November is when we're going to start Felicity. Uh, So then come December, we'll have more bonus content. Obviously, Christmas content is the name of the game in December, along with Felicity coverage. And then possibly we'll have some news for the new year, but you're just going to have to wait a couple months for that. And I think think that's everything. I think that's like an update on everything. We got a lot going on. That's it. Mm-hmm. That is it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, catch us. Shit 90s pod on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. You can find me at Sarah Ferguson. You can find Jess at the Jess Sterling and all of your coverage at Post Show Recaps. Mm-hmm. You're a busy bee. But until next Halloween, uh, let the spooks be with you, I guess. Yeah, don't forget to practice a little black magic. Just <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.